that's my secret cat. I'm always angry. <laughs> Run out of patience. On the roof! Hey everyone, Cap Captain, big fan, Spider-Man. Avengers! Assemble. Hello, Peter. Hello and welcome to the Infinity Saga and Beyond, an MCU fan podcast. My name is Jordan, and with me today are going to be two guests that you guys are probably sick of at this point. We've got Ron and we've got Chris. How are you today, Ron? Well, I was feeling pretty good until that with the hell, man. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm just messing with you, man. It's good to be back. It's been too long since we've all been on the, yes. uh, been on the chat together, so I'm excited to get into this today. Yes, and we have Chris. How are you take, Chris? I'm good. I think they're just sick of Ron, so. <laughs> Jeez, let, yeah, let kick Ron while he's down. <laughs> no, uh, no, no, no. no, yeah, w- glad to have you guys back on. We've, we've been talking about this for a bit. It's the mutant draft, and I'm going to explain what that means and what we're doing. So we're each going to draft six mutants. Uh, so once they're off the board, they're off the board. But we're going to build our own MCU X-Men squad. So with each pick, we're going to have to declare to the viewers and to each other why we think they're a good fit for an X-Men team in the MCU. So not just their dope AF. You know, like you have to give some sort of uh, why you think it would be a good idea to launch the X-Men in the MCU with this lineup. Um yeah, so that that's where we're gonna go with it. Maybe at some other point we'll do another draft where we kind of open it up to just the uh, the dope AF, you know, uh, the dope AF draft, you know, where we just pick the mutants that we really like. But uh, I guess let's get some background on mutants with everyone here. Ron, how big of a mutant fan are you? Did you uh, do you know them well? Oh, you thought? Okay, my bad. I thought you were asking Chris. No, you <laughs> first. Yes. He wouldn't. He wouldn't be asking me that. Yeah, it was uh, yes, I do. Uh, uh, the X Men are one of, if not my favorite aspect of Marvel. Uh, kind of always have been. Going back to watching the animated series as a kid, um, kind of fell off reading the comics in my in my older years. Have picked them back up, or uh, not my older years, but kind of that high school on sort of thing. Uh, but in in recent years, I've been catching back up, and it's it's honestly been a good thing because I've been able to read back on so many stories that I missed and stuff in that you know maybe ten year time frame or whatever, what have you, you know, House of M, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, yeah, I've I've been a a massive mutant fan forever. All right, uh, Chris, what is your background on mutants? What was your preparation so- like? All right, so X-Men has always kind of been there. It's kind of been a thing that has never been my main focus. Uh, I've always picked some up by osmosis, seen some bits here or there, engaged with it here or there. So I did a lot of preparation for this. I read a little House of X. I watched X-Men, the animated series. And um, I watched Apocalypse, Days of Future Past, and Dark Phoenix before doing this podcast. And were those your first time? Uh, 
Yes, for everything except Apocalypse. I had seen Apocalypse before. Wow, I'm so sorry that you had to go through that. Uh, <laughs> I uh, Especially well, twice. I, my God. Yeah, I. Um, <laughs> well, I had seen like I had seen a parts of Apocalypse. So I haven't like before that. I hadn't watched the whole thing through. Oh, okay. I saw it on like cable. Like so, I saw the back half of it uh, originally. So, you know, I you know I'm more into X Men than I ever have been. I definitely try to do my homework and come prepared, but I found myself kind of liking some of it. I think Days of Future Past has been my favorite thing so far by pretty much a long shot. Um, Dark Phoenix, I didn't love. I uh, I actually found the X Men animated series to be a lot of fun. So yeah, it's one of the best. It's one of the best. That's, that's yeah, a lot of people's favorite X Men medium. I wouldn't. Would you say most people, Jordan? I, like I don't. I don't think that's too crazy to say. Uh, no, you're you're probably right. Most, um, I would say that's how they really became popular in the '90s, and also yeah. just uh, kind of what most people think too. I, that's why there's so much merch for '97 coming out because they're you know doing a continuation of it on Disney Plus later this year or next year, I guess. Um, that is kind of a. I, I, there's a reason why they're bringing it back, you know, is because it was tremendously popular and probably what most people think back to. They also had a kick-ass arcade game in the nineties based off of it. Mm-hmm. The movie theater special. Yes. Uh, <laughs> for me, it was at my dad's indoor soccer arena. Ah, okay. I, I would switch between that and the Simpsons arcade game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Man, that's just that's just '90s personified right there. Yeah, Bart, <laughs> pick up the skateboard, hit him, hit him. Yeah, that was my <laughs> life. Uh, so, yeah, so I'll answer that. Well, one, I want to say thank you, Chris, for giving us your ringing endorsement of. I liked. I kind of liked some of it. Is is what you said? So that was uh, a <laughs> ringing endorsement of the X Men. No, as a whole. Uh, you know, I'm getting into it. <laughs> I'm getting into it. Like so. I actually think I'm pretty ready for this. We'll see how ready I am, but uh, so no, interested into to see it. how you tackle this. I'm gonna put that on like a like X Men as a whole. Like I'm just gonna put X Men, and it's gonna say Chris. I kind of liked some of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, that's how I land with pretty much most things. Like yeah, the next like, uh, I, the next compendium they release for the X Men, <laughs> when you know on the back they show the reviews. Like that could be it. <laughs> okay i kind of like some of it too so i kind of like some of it so how many people are tuning out as they're hearing chris be like oh this guy shouldn't even be here Blah. well if, if anything i think they'd probably tune in to be like oh god where is he gonna go with this yeah yeah i think that's more fun than I, well, it's been actually like, really fun because i've been kind of immersed be like, in it then like people i've being been like well it. Uh, actually, on page 36 of issue 37 <laughs> in 1992's relaunch, uh, I'm going to pick the guy with the glasses. Like, you know, like yeah. they'd rather they'd rather hear what like some people think and not like yeah. us picking really obscure characters. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's cool. My experience with the X-Men, of course, I grew up with X-Men, the animated series. That is definitely one of the things I think of when I think of X-Men. But. Um, I also had one of the Claremont books in a paperback 
novel length, um, but it was just black and white um, comics in a affordable trade paperback, you know, mass market paperback for like five bucks. And it had a bunch of issues in it. So that's kind of the comics I grew up with. I also have one, of course, of like Wolverine versus the Fantastic Four or whatever. I had I, I mentioned it on another podcast, uh, I believe, when we were having just I think it was when Ron was on um, for Spider-Man um, that I talked a little bit about that. But yeah, uh, no, it's it's been good. I've read House of X, Powers of Ten. um probably about three years ago now uh i've it's a good time to jump on i think and now once fall of x is over i definitely think if anybody's interested you can easily jump on after that it's, it's, so. it's gonna yeah it's gonna be a pretty much a total like reslate of yes. things so that was the house of x powers of x and, and everything since then that's led up to now is where i picked back up personally right right that, that was really what kind of uh like reinvigorated my love of comics as a whole, to be honest with you. Cause there was a, a point there where I wasn't reading comics anymore. Uh, I, I don't know if it was just, Oh, I'm too old for this. Yada, yada. Cause I was still in love with the, the Marvel cinematic universe. Yeah, and yeah. All things, movies and shows and stuff like that. But I just kind of fell off comics and that was kind of what really brought me back. What was that? 2019? I think it was. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So it's been, yeah, it's been about four years now. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, so we'll get into the get into the draft here. Uh Chris and his mom drew names out of a hat for the order of the draft. Mama Shiz. So Mama Shiz, yeah. <laughs> uh, I did it that way so Alright, I did it that way so it would be obvious that there was no cheating involved. <laughs> Ronald Tooth gets the first pick. Jordan is up next, and I rounded out with an advantageous third spot in a sink draft. But see, I'd rather have you third than Ron, because I feel like since you are so much newer to these characters, like I might have a shot. I, I might I, have a shot. You know, because I know uh, I know exactly what Jordan wants to do, and that was why I wish I had the second pick, but because <laughs> I don't. Um, you do know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be interested because I actually have no clue what I'm doing yet. I'm waiting oh, for you. Oh, okay. I'm waiting for you. Was, so I'm going to. It's a bold strategy. Got it. Okay. At, once we wrap up the draft, I'll tell you whether, whether you do or if you do what I think you're going to do, I'll tell you. But if not, uh, we'll talk about it after the draft. Um, so first pick here. Um, I did waffle a little bit between two, uh, admittedly. Um, because it comes down to, do I want more of just the natural leader to be the one to kind of be my leader of my X-Men or do I just want to print money and, you know, get box office and have a, still have a, a really great movie. Um, but may, maybe not as like naturally cohesive of a, of a leader, but I, I'm going to print money here. I'm going to go Wolverine. Um, he's going to lead my team. I don't think uh, yeah, I don't, I just, I don't think you can have x-men on screen in 2023 or just just uh, right you, you know this at this point with how much we've seen so far you can't have an x-men movie without wolverine um and just that's really what it all comes down to but i also think it would be kind of interesting to have him uh to have him sort of as the 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 elder statesman and like the the 
the one looking over things at Xavier School. Oh, one thing we didn't add when we were Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, so if anybody's like, why are you not picking Charles Xavier? We all have him uh, because without having the school, uh, they're not X-Men. And without having Xavier, they're not X-Men. So um, nobody's going to pick Charles. He's like the de facto uh, coach uh, that all of us are going to have. So, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I kind of like the idea of uh, the leader of my team also being just a little more unhinged rather than your stereotypical, you know, Charles's right-hand man who just always has the uh, – in terms of like some other characters we've seen. Again, I'm not going to start tipping picks early here. But, uh, yeah. I, I don't think I need to go on a full big diatribe on why I took Wolverine number number one. So we'll uh, we'll get that out of the way. Yeah, I figured I wouldn't have a shot with that, but then you kept talking about well, maybe I don't do Wolverine and I do X twenty three, and I was like, yes, yes, do that, <laughs> do that, Ron. You know, there's it's long draft. That's all I'll say. Uh, I'm going with drum roll, Cyclops. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going with Cyclops. He is the leader of the X-Men. I'm actually, I, I do like Cyclops quite a lot. Uh, he kind of got shafted in most of the movies. Mm-hmm. So I would love to have Cyclops be done right. Um, so yeah, I'm going with uh, the leader of the X-Men, Cyclops. Yeah, that was, it was between those two. Um, it ultimately, it came down to the fact that if I had Cyclops, I had to have somebody else. And I know that this person isn't going to get back to me if I had taken him number one. So that was another big reason why I decided to go Wolverine. Yeah. But uh, you can't go wrong. He, he, like you said, he is the, like when you think of the leader of the X-Men, it's, it's Scott Summers. It, it's Cyclops. So uh, yeah, great pick. Thanks. I right, go so, to Chris. So I get back to back, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take beast with my first pick. Mm. Okay. And, I like, it. you know, you get smart size, you get, you know, strength there. And I think you, you took all the leaders. So I, you get the unhinged leader, you get the traditional leader. I think beast is the polished thinker. <laughs> I think he, and you talk about a right-hand man to professor X. I think beast can be that. So I'm going to go beast. He is that he is mm-hmm. like, the, yeah. The, yeah. And he was the one I was referring to in that role. And right now, hand beast. Yeah. And then I'm going to go Omega level here and I'm going to, Take Gene Gray with my second pick. Ooh, okay. Wow. I like it. It's I like fun. it too. So I know you liked it because that's who you wanted with your second pick, right? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was worried no? he was gonna pick. Yeah, I was worried he was gonna pick somebody else. So I'm, oh I'm wow. So I think uh, I know where one, he's going too. So Chris, I love both of those picks. I, those are the exact picks that you should have taken in terms of creating an MCU team. Uh I was a little worried. I shouldn't say worried, but I guess I was curious if you were just going to go the route of like, all right, I'm not too worried about the structure of the team, things like that. I'm just going to pick who my five, six. But that's not what we're doing here. That's not what we're doing. I know, but I I really like, again, those were the exact two that you should have taken. So, so far, so good on your end. All right. So now I'm thinking, who do I pull the trigger on here? Um, and that, oh, by the way, well, just while well, Jordan, you got some more time to think, because that was also what I was referring to with the, if I had taken Cyclops, I would have need to, I would have needed to have Gene as well. Okay. Okay. So, right. So right. I, you know, it, it just, I, once 
I knew there wasn't a prayer of her getting back to me. I, I'm again, I, I expected it to be a Jordan pick, but uh, either way, uh, I'm glad I didn't take the bait and try to to work the draft because I would have failed there. All right, um, I'm between two here. I'm I'm gonna go with Gambit. <laughs> you mother! <laughs> you. He's oh one of my, my favorites. God. He's one of my favorites. I have to think. You of. just destroyed my whole romantic aspect <laughs> of my X Men. I hate you. Oh my god! So I guess he played the wrong card for Ron. Yeah, <laughs> he did. Man, that is that was not a very good uh, second round for me so far. Uh, continue <laughs> though, Jordan. Give your uh, give your you know spiel. Uh, I just. Uh, I think he's really cool. I know I said not to just say that as a thing, but um, <laughs> it, look, he's one of those that again, like I know he wasn't like a huge character in the comics originally, right? He premieres in 1990 and he becomes one of the ma- main members of the cartoon. And that's why like he was one of the X-Men in my mind as a kid, just because he was so important in the cartoon uh, they've been trying to get a movie of this guy for a while, and they were for some reason going to hire Channing Tatum to, to play this guy, um, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think he does have the look for it, but that's I don't think so. I don't even think the look. I I think that Marvel Studios can do this really, really well. And having him with Cyclops, I think, is a really cool... Um, like one, two punch here, you know? Yeah. Um, you have Cyclops who has lasers, right? You have Gambit that has a whole different power set with, uh, you know, his staff that he's good with hand to hand combat, his card throwing, just a whole bunch of different things that he has, um, the ability to do. So I don't know. I think it's just really, really awesome. Um, and, and for me to have two of the animated series on my team right away, I'm very excited. Yeah. Yeah. No, that is, like you said, that is a, uh, a very nice one, two punch there. Hmm. So now I've, there's three that I sort of had, uh, I guess what you would call second round grades on here. Yeah. Like ear Again, you kind of, you, you kind of busted me up, but now it's almost like, I feel like I still have to take this person. Cause I don't want you to get what I was going to do. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, I'll go, I'll take rogue. Um, my original plan was to, at the wraparound, get rogue and gambit and they they would obviously be my, my couple. Again, you guys have, have destroyed all of my, my love dreams in this draft. So thank you again. Uh, but I mean, I would love to see, I, I think like, not ever getting a truly comic accurate or I shouldn't say, oh yeah, comic accurate, but also uh, animated series accurate uh, rogue. I feel like is something that we need or is something that we haven't gotten and that we, we kind of need, you know, we need the, the traditional, the, the, the green and yellow. We need the Brown jacket. We need like, we just mm-hmm. need a more, a more not uh, early two thousands X-Men movies, a version. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm glad to get her there and, hmm. Uh, boy. All right. I'm going to go. 
Hmm. Man, this is like the hardest draft we've done just because there's so many like, uh, which way do I want to take this? All right, I'm going to take Nightcrawler. Son of Damn a bitch. That was my uh, next yeah. pick. He's one of my favorite uh, X-Men. He's Good. actually my favorite X-Men. I, I, that's it. So, Chris, uh, just full disclosure, he was who I thought you were going to take with your first pick. Just really? because he's like, yeah, well, he's the fan favorite. He's like, in terms I of I didn't know he was the fan favorite, but I will tell you what I love about him is that X-Men is a battle between should mutants be out and about with humans, and he can't hide the fact that he is a mutant. He's one of the ones well, that and is. They so... just uh, they just revealed who his mom and stuff is, right? Didn't they? Uh, in the comics, I'm yeah. not fully, fully caught up. I've okay, so so apparently it was something was Claremont wanted to do originally that they finally oh. pulled off. So, huh? Yeah, no, we won't give away spoilers then, because even I haven't even I haven't read them yet. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out then. But yeah, you need a you need a fan favorite on your team, mm-hmm. kind of the reluctant, sort of quirky, like I guess sort of Peter Parker esque, like ho ho ho, kind of lovable guy of the team. Um, and Nightcrawler's and not to do this, but Nightcrawler's just super badass, man. You can't go <laughs> wrong with having him as your third, your third, uh, you know, your third guy in the rotation. So uh, yep, yeah, give me Rogue and Nightcrawler two three. All right, I gotta break up the sausage fest on my team, and I'm going <laughs> to do it with Jubilee, another nice animated series uh, member, another Claremont creation, late '80s, and uh, you know her ability is pyrotechnic energy, plasmoids, generation manipulation, detection immunity. I think there's a lot of stuff that she can do with the team. And if I can't have Rogue, I, I'm going to go with uh, Jubilee. I I love that pick. I, I thought she was going to be somebody that I'd be able to get later, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. But but I kind of like that. She's sort of your version of the like the reluctant kind of uh, you know last last one on the roster, right, so to right. speak. You know what I mean? But uh, there, there's obviously a lot of room to grow there, and a lot of room for her to interact with a lot of the other younger MCU characters that we've been introduced to in recent years so uh yeah i i love the pick all right so chris, I get... are you are you oh, i was gonna say yeah chris are you familiar with jubilee outside of just a little bit of the animated like series that i only watched? know her from the animated series to be honest with you yeah oh yeah well, that's, she's awesome that's, in that well that oh, okay that's what i was gonna see that that's where pretty much everybody you know yeah. knows her from that's yeah i uh i'm gonna keep the uh Female power going with my team. I'm going to go with Mystique. Mm. I I like the uh, powers. You know, the ability to be anybody is pretty awesome. And, you know, I this might be uh, just kind of a pick that you might not be proud of. I'm going to go Deadpool here. <laughs> because I didn't think I was going to get him late. I wasn't and, even thinking about him. And really. to be perfectly honest with you, I know he doesn't work well with the team, but you're going to do MCU X Men. A lot of the MCU fans know Deadpool more than they know any of these characters. And Chris. Deadpool is hilarious. And to be perfectly honest with you, 
I think having this like thing where he constantly flirts with Mystique uh, could be a funny running gag. Uh, he was literally my ne- my next steal of the draft pick. I didn't think anybody was going to think of him. I really didn't. I, th- I thought I was going to get I him. I was trying my- not to take him too early because obviously he's my favorite. Like, like he's hilarious. Like, his movies are, like, amazing. Yeah, and it'd be kind of fun to have him be, um, assuming that it would be Ryan Reynolds still playing him, to have him kind of be a carryover like into mm-hmm. the new MCU, like have him sort of be that, uh, that, well, I guess for lack of a better term, like a tether, like mm-hmm. while you're introducing all these other new, I'm, I'm assuming newly casted characters to yeah. kind of have that one in there that everybody knows in terms of Deadpool, Ryan it was Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, come on. Uh, yeah. But yeah. also Deadpool is the Marvel character I've probably read the most of because I read uh, Deadpool, Night of the Living Dead. Uh, it's a, uh, like a zombie Deadpool book. I'd, mm-hmm. I've read Spider-Man Deadpool's. Uh, I've read a good bit of that. And um, I really like Deadpool. He's he's quite funny and quite hilarious. And um, plus, you know what? I needed somebody with regenerative powers in there. You know, it's just awesome. No, it's a, it's a very good pick. It's a very good pick. Man, you're, you're, you're doing very well in this draft. I've been immersed in X-Men. I'm telling you, I did my homework. I've been immersed. And <laughs> I and when I say I enjoyed some of it, I know that came off as like, oh, well, he enjoyed some of it. No, I, like, you know. I've, the, the, I've it was actually, it. I kind of liked some of it is what you okay. said. But. <laughs> I kind of liked some of it. I haven't, I haven't found something that's hit me the way that some of my favorite comic book stuff has. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been turned away either. And Part I of that is because you watch some of the newer mutant stuff. <laughs> well, I watched the stuff that was free to me on Max and Disney Plus. Oh right, did they not have the older X Men stuff on there? I did not find the older X Men stuff on Disney Plus. Hmm. Um, they had the, the they had Secret Origins Wolverine Wolverine Secret Origins. I don't know. Oh, I think it. Um, um, if if you go into it's in like legacy or something like that it's in its uh, own okay. like, i just little... typed in x-men and i didn't see it so yeah yeah no it's there yeah you, you'll have to do a little bit of searching but it's there because that's what i was looking for but you know mm-hmm. all right well at least i am doing you proud i'm gonna keep trying to do so all right uh no actually they took they took them off there i guess they did lose the rights to some of those oh really oh yeah damn. yeah they have new mutants, though, which, yeah, go ahead. Um, okay. I need, I need like, a strong guy. I need a physical guy. Yeah. Colossus. So I'm going to go with Bishop. Here. Ooh. Ooh. There is okay. something about these late 80s, early 90s creations of X-Men. Yeah, yeah. That I'm digging, and I'm taking Lucas Bishop as uh, my... Uh, one of my members of the team, and he's going to be in the uh, X Men '97, I believe they said too. So, yes, he is in X Men '97. Yes. Uh, that's a that's a really good pick. I, I kind of went back and forth because again, he would have been my my heavy too. Um, and I, I, he's another one I think I think they could do a lot better than we've seen so far from the character on screen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. So, uh, so yeah, yeah, I, I like the pick. Um, do, so we're like. 
is there a is there like a specific reason why you picked him over well, the other? I, I do think we I need it more of a physical, um, you know, super hu- superhuman who's physical as well, and not just like some of these like slender people I've been having. Mm-hmm. I do think it would be important to have some sort of diversity in this team as well. Um, so having an African American X Men who has to not only deal with being a mutant, but on top of that, being African American is mm-hmm. uh, something you can do along those lines too. But I also just think he's uh, cool. But I think that this uh, lineup here of Cyclops, <laughs> right? We can't help it. Uh, Cyclops, Gambit, Jubilee, Bishop. Like, I feel like that's a good team, um, you know, that have very different powers at times. But I felt like I need to get somebody that's a little stronger too that can kind of mm-hmm. mess, some, mess some people up. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, so I guess I'm going to go with uh, my last kind of tier one pick here. I'm taking Storm. Um, mm-hmm. I, again, uh, another, like you said, kind of a chance to add some uh, diversity to the group. Although, um, yeah, yeah. So, sorry. Kind of ha- had a bit of a brain fart for a second there. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Aurora's freaking awesome. She's, uh, I mean, I will say it'll be tough to top Halle Berry. Like she, she played the character beautifully, but I think in terms of mm, like, I think you can easily, I, I think you can find somebody better. Oh, don't get me oh, don't, don't get me wrong. You can't, <laughs> so I, I, I enjoyed her, um, you know, as the character more times than not, we'll say more yes. times than not. more times than not. Um, and I just, I felt like I needed some more oomph to my team. So we got storm and hmm. it's tough. Cause there's somebody I want to take and it would make, a lot of sense. Now nah, you know what? I'm gonna take my uh, my heavy here. I'm gonna go. Uh, hmm. I'm between two. Ah, shit. Man, I am struggling right now because I'm there's like so many different approaches I want to take, and I only have two. If I had one extra pick, if this was yeah. seven, I would be I would be perfect. Yeah, want to make it right. seven just for fun? No, no, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're not having fun. This is serious business. Hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> George right. is out to kill. All right, I'm gonna take. Yeah, I'm gonna take Colossus. Okay. Um, and I think it would, it would be the Colossus that we've seen, the one that's been in Deadpool and stuff, just because I'm kind of back and forth on if I'd want my Wolverine to be Hugh Jackman or not. I'm kind of leaning towards yes, because again, he'd be sort of the elder like statesman. And I feel like it would be weird to recast Wolverine unless you were going to have him be a younger Wolverine. Um, so I kind of want somebody with some, at least a little bit of familiarity uh, w- with the sort of viewers um, on my team. So uh, yes, Storm and Colossus. Those are my two picks. All right. 
Oh boy. I I got a few ways I can go with this. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cause I know who I'm picking last. So I've got to figure out who I'm picking here. Hmm. And I think I'm gonna go with Hmm. I think Chris made a really good point about the Deadpool and having a familiar face. I'm, I'm going to go with Kamala Khan. Miss Marvel. Okay. Uh, I'll, most people agree she's the best thing in the Marvels, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to latch on to that. I'm going to put her in the X-Men. Then I can finally see that cool new mutant suit she has in live action. Hell yeah. And, uh, It'll be something that'd be like, okay, there's some sort of connectivity here with with the rest of the uh, MCU. Mm-hmm. Plus, she's cool, and and she has different powers than than the rest of these uh, people. So I, I think that'll work. Yeah, uh, yep. She she would have definitely been my last pick. She is also going to integrate so well with what the MCU is already doing. And it could bring new life to the character in the MCU and open up the door to more fandom for her. And I'm all about that. All right. So all right, I guess this your last two. All right. You've been thinking about this for a while. My next pick is going to be Quicksilver. I love mm. speedsters and you know, I'm a speedster guy. Um, I, I, I love, I love Quicksilver's uh, speed. I think he brings kind of a comedic flair, but like, how, how do you comedic. do this with him being dead? <laughs> okay, do I have to recap? Like, it's multiverse. Come on. Yeah, yeah I all guess right. it all depends on how you're bringing them in, though. So, yeah. like, in this thing, is it Evan Peters? Is it a recession? Uh, you know, um, oh, I'm recasting of, this. Of, Aaron Paul or whatever his name is. Aaron oh, Taylor I, Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron Taylor I, I, Johnson. I I'm recasting like most of these. So like, you know, I, I another Quicksilver. So you're doing like a, like a reset after Secret Wars for this. Yeah. That, okay. That was my and thought. That's fair. I just wanted I, to push back. No. Okay. No, you're good. So, okay. First off, we're getting to the point of the draft where I'm like, he's too cool not to take. I will find mm-hmm. a, a story reason. It's comic books. And, to be perfectly honest with you, um, I feel like you could do it uh, with, you know, I wasn't going to, like, make Mystique Jennifer Lawrence. Like, I'm thinking about redoing some of the stuff. Yeah. Um, so, um, and then my next pick, this might be a little controversial. I'm going to go Magneto because I think you need to develop him as a character and maybe have that conflict brewing that he could be a villain, he could be an anti-hero. But to get start him on the right side of things, and then his relationship with Quicksilver could get interesting, you know. I mm-hmm. that to me, the tension of the team has to be there, and you know, I'm like my guys are going to get along too well. They, it's <laughs> too copacetic. There's no drama there. I need a guy who can control metal and scare the shit out of the entire world. Yeah, no, I I, I I like it. Um, 
He's going to be an X-Men in the 97 as well, in the cartoon. He is. Yes, he is. While Xavier's lost. So, yeah, I, I guess that's just kind of... Uh, so, I guess it would be sort of Beast and Magneto sort of as your, like, co-figure heads with, with Charles sort yeah. of thing. So, yeah, yeah I, I would think Beast would be the one who would side with Professor X, and that would wedge... Uh, the conflict with Magneto even further. Yeah, no, I dig it. All right, Jordan, last right. one. Yeah, I'm going to let you off easy here, Ron, because I'm going with a wild card that nobody, I don't think nobody had listed here. Here comes Angel. No. <laughs> I more just made more off the beaten path than that. I'm going to go with Moira McTaggart. Mm, I was wondering right when you started saying that I wonder if that's where you're going to go it was between her and one other she was retconned in House of X 2 of being a mutant with Mm -hmm. limited reality warping reincarnation powers perfect memory invisibility of her true nature to mutants and mutant detection devices and a genius level intellect Mm -hmm. plus she kind of had some sort of feelings for Xavier uh, at certain times so I think that's a good a good match. But for anybody sitting at home, like, why would you pick Moira McTaggart? And I'm going to go with, this is how I introduce the X-Men in the MCU. I do not reset after Secret Wars. I mm. am going to keep on continuing with what we're doing. All these X-Men are recast from any sort of previous version. And... The answer for why they never appeared any other time is told in either a TV show or special presentation or movie of an X-Men with Moira McTaggart, just like House of X2, where she is, she tells them when to unveil themselves, something bad happens, they all die, she gets Mm -hmm. reborn, and she's like, okay, I can't unveil ourselves right after Avengers 2012, so... Oh, dude, that's an awesome idea. Yeah, and then, you know, she does something after Age of Ultron, after everything with the Civil War stuff. And we just see, she's yeah, like, all, like, the big events. She's like, whoop, yes. not here. Whoop, and it allows you to yeah. revisit previous MCU events and know, like, all right, they were there. They were trying to unveil themselves. But when they did, people turned against the soups or they turned against the mutants. And each time, something bad happened and she had to kind of get reborn. And then... Now, after Secret Wars, is the time that they can actually unveil themselves and become part of the MCU. That's a fantastic idea. Um, I, I, I'm almost now that you say it, like almost certain that's how they're going to do it. <laughs> I wish. I don't think people are going to get in line for a Moira McTaggart <laughs> movie, though. So that, that's kind of the unless they speed that up in like the first thirty minutes of an X Men movie or something. Yeah. That, well. Mm, uh, yeah. But Lots that's a pretty it, perfect it explanation be. of how they would do it. That's pretty cool. Maybe like maybe she kind of gets her own special presentation. Yeah. And like that's the first and then that leads right into the movie. Maybe they could do something like that. But I, I, I like that approach. I like the pick. Uh uh very good. Bravo. Uh I was gonna Thank say you. we should maybe do an episode on how we, we do this, but you summed it up pretty well there. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying I heard it on another podcast before after I read it too. And I was like, that's perfect. And now that's just been what's in my brain 
every time I'm like, how do you bring them? And when people are like, how do you bring them in without like bringing over this or like resetting? How do you explain that? Why they were always there and never interfered? I'm like, Jonathan Hickman gives you that exact answer in House of X. Yep. Just use that. They use Hickman for everything as it is anyway. Just just use it. Mm-hmm. No, I love it. All right. So. Last pick of the draft, Mr. or Mrs. Irrelevant. Yes. Um, and I think. Mm. Yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go. Give me X 23. Give me Laura Kinney. I don't mind having two Wolverines on my team. Um, specifically, I, I would like Daphne Keene to come back and play her because I love her as an actress and I thought she was great in Logan. Um, I just, I think it would be cool to kind of go into the, like maybe have uh, Wolverine more in the, which I guess would also lend itself more towards staying with uh, Jackman, have him be kind of the, I don't want to say the, the, the Bruce Wayne and Batman beyond, because he would still be physical and from time, but I guess, yeah, because Bruce is still kind of, he does stuff from time to time in that show too. So I guess maybe a little more active Bruce from Batman beyond in that sense. And uh, Laura can kind of be the 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 futures sort of Wolverine, you know what I mean? Kind of a cool, different take on the character while still having the character there that we classically know and think of with Wolverine to kind of be her mentor and eventually pass the mantle on to her. Awesome. Um, I've I've I like Logan. I'm not attached to X23 or. Daphne Keene. So for Sexist. me, no, I'm just yeah, I think that, uh, what'd you say? Sexist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I actually have three, three and three. Me too. So, I have a three and three. All right. Yeah. Uh, it's just Chris with just two. Uh, that's you gotta, you gotta step Sexist. it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So let's run through the teams real quick. We have Ron's with Wolverine in his leader position. Rogue, Nightcrawler, Storm, Colossus, and X-23. I love that team. It's a good team. I have Cyclops in my leader position, Gambit, Jubilee, Bishop, Miss Marvel, and Moira McTaggart. I love that team. We all have good teams. Chris has Beast (laughs) in the leader spot, Jean Grey, Mystique. Deadpool, Quicksilver, and Magneto. We oh, no, covered, I love that team. We covered most of it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, even now I'm looking over my, uh, my my honorable mentions that we'll get into. Yeah. But, like, uh, I th- we pretty much hit the, 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 the main, you know, the, anyone else drafted or more ancillary and definitely have a, a case. You know, there are a lot of them I was <laughs> considering drafting myself. But I think there's a uh, – we got the best of the best here. If I do say so myself. Yeah. we. So let's go through some um, honorable mentions. I guess I would say Bobby Drake, Iceman, right? Yep. Uh, one of the yep. original members. Um, Angel mm-hmm. is another one. Who, who do you got on a list here? Yeah. So uh, I was considering taking Bobby Drake with my last pick just to kind of have that uh, love interest character for Rogue. Uh, but I decided against it because I wanted two Wolverines instead. Um, but yeah, I also, I was considering going Emma Frost, but ultimately I decided that I would rather have that. That's just probably the biggest one we didn't take, Emma Frost. Yeah. 
Yeah, Emma. Um, the only thing about like you would kind of have to go reverse story for her rather than you know rather than have her be a villain who then kind of comes to the light side and joins the 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 X Men. It would have to be a she's already there and then she gets kind of pulled away by the, the Hellfire Club or whatever. Um, so yeah, Emma. Uh, I had Kitty Pride, but more specifically in the the Shadow Cat iteration of her, just because I would want her to be a little more serious and adult. Um, and I also considered taking uh, Havoc and Polaris, just because again I wanted to have some kind of love interest, and I wanted the Summers on my team, so having uh, Alex Summers would have been cool too. But uh, yeah, those are those are the ones that I had written. Awesome. Uh... Chris, do you have any honorable mentions of who you maybe would have uh, picked? Uh, I'm like, very no, upset. thank God this draft ended when it did. <laughs> no, actually, um, I had more guys on my list. I, I was um, really upset I didn't get Nightcrawler. I, that was the one I wanted, but I didn't want to go too early on. And um, I uh, I thought about Havoc. Um, I really liked Rogue, and you know she was taken. Um. Oh, I know. also considered uh, Juggernaut as my heavy, but I went with Colossus mm-hmm. instead. And then, um, yeah, I, 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 we touch on most of the guys. Like most of my honorable mentions were your honorable mentions, so it's like, gotcha. Yeah, I did have, I did have uh, an idea for some castings, but I didn't know if we were going to go on that. If you have some, I. I know every I have time one you bring lock. up castings, I usually shoot it down on the DC because I don't. I'm not good at fan casts, so yeah, I'll, I'll I, let you. I'll let you do it. All right, so I just have one that's like locked. Uh, Rose Leslie is my Jean Grey. Okay. From Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I'd like to see her in that kind of a role, something a little <laughs> going from going from one Game of Thrones character to another, playing Jean Grey. Yeah. yeah, she's like you know nothing, a beast. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's that's really all I have locked is my casting. I was just I'm trying to picture. I am definitely changing the casting though. I think if you go into the MCU with new castings, you get an endless line of buzz from the castings. You you get to yeah, carry we're over it with Superman right now. Yep, you you get a lot of buzz, you get a lot of attention. And the other thing about it is the box office for the X-Men movies has never been fantastic. It's never bad, but never like fantastic. So, you know, I like I kind of have to recast cuz I really don't want Dark Phoenix like to be associated with my, you know, you know, Jean Grey. Like I I want start over with these characters if I'm doing the MCU. If I'm Kevin Feige, that's what I want. True. I feel like you do have to lead there though. That that's like yeah. That is Gene. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I understand. Yeah. I I just think you could do it better. Oh you oh you could you could for you, sure. You, you could do, for sure do it. Okay. Better. So like you could have like a little bit more motivation for her to kind of become dark phoenix rather than her just hey i had some cloud dust and uh i'm evil now yeah 
yeah, no, we we're we're due to see that that story get its because they've messed it up a couple times. So they're they're I, I think we're due to get that that story done proper. It would be years down the line too. So no, yeah, there yeah. would be enough separation from the iterations we've seen so far. That There's so much you can do with her if you just start over, though. That's what my whole yeah. point is. Is like, yeah, and you know, I want to, I you know, I also would like a uh, younger. Uh, a younger, you know, Magneto, somebody who, you know, a young, can maybe start off with some optimism and you see that optimism slowly drain from him as the world just makes him think that they are superior than to humans. Hmm. You know? No, I dig it. So who so, else you got for castings? Um, that That's actually really all I had. Is, okay. Um, <laughs> I like I was thinking of some guys for Beast and I'm like none of them look look right. I actually really want wanted Nightcrawler because my casting for him was Daniel Radcliffe. Mm. Mm, I don't see it. I, yeah, I, it's a little older than I would go, probably. Uh, yeah, I just Funny, think, I could see Radcliffe more as like maybe Wolverine all jacked up. But well, even still he I wants to play I, Wolverine. He He's joked about his uh big want is to be Wolverine. Yeah, uh, I mean, like, I think it wouldn't be the most offensive pick. He wouldn't be my pick, but I don't think um, it would be the craziest. No, I, the reason I thought about him is he's kind of got this serious, awkward vibe to him, and I think that could work with that crawler. Yeah, I feel like you got to get a real like German. Yeah, that that's that's yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably where I would go with it. Um, I, I'm gonna push back on them not being big box office too. The the first three made good money back in the early 2000s for what superhero movies were making. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. It well, what I'm nothing. saying is there it's not none. like, cause there were none before that. My, my idea <laughs> was Batman it's... and stuff, but and yeah. days of future past made $746 million. So yeah, my, my point is though, that it's not like it was so big that Marvel can't do what they want. No, not at all. I think, Especially because people are very pushing against cameos and fan serviceness right now. Um, so the reaction to Deadpool 3 is going to kind of tell you which way you need to go. One way which or the I other. Be, I think it'll be... Yeah, yeah, people love Deadpool. People love Wolverine. I don't. I would be beyond floored if that movie got anything but rave reviews. And yes, the box if it's office good. To, if to it's good. So he, Wolverine's really the only one that I, I'm just like, I don't know how you're cast him. Uh, the oh, rest you can easily are... recast him. People will be picky about it, but yeah. the same sort of things that people will complain about when they cast somebody for Wolverine gets excused for Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is way taller than Wolverine is, but you know the next person they cast are going to be like, well, actually, he's too tall to be Wolverine. <laughs> and you're like, well, so was Hugh Jackman. So whatever. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh, it'll, there, there, will be, there will be immense pushback. If no we can have... A hundred Batman, we can have more than one Wolverine. So I'm not too worried about it, honestly. Can we have more than a hundred Batman, please? No. <laughs> we can have a Merry yeah. Little Batman. And Chris and I talked about that movie over on Elseworlds Shameless Plug. Uh but yeah, I think people overstate the Wolverine thing because the thing is people are only used to him because he's the only one that's ever played him. If they had ever recast it, um, I, I think people would be over that. Of course, he's going to be compared. That's going to be the toughest role to recast because everyone's going to 
judge that person so harshly. But, uh, and then you're going to, of course, have people do the same thing they do to Tom Holland, where it's like, hashtag, not my Wolverine and all that kind yeah. of cool crap. But <laughs> at some point, I trust in Sarah Haley Finn to cast, uh, to cast the role. So, yeah, no, me as well. And I honestly, now that I'm kind of looking at my team, um, even story wise, I could probably find a way to spin this if I did want to recast them. Like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe in maybe for all we know, maybe Logan and Deadpool die in Deadpool three. And, uh, it ends with, uh, Colossus and X 23 being the ones to come into the MCU. And like, maybe their thing is to find, the Logan of this universe sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Of the, the Marvel universe, the one that we all, whatever it's one, nine, nine, whatever the, you know, one, nine, 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 nine. There you go. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know if I said the right nines, but I think make sure you get this right. Or Miss Marvel is going to come down on you. She's going (laughs) to make sure. Okay. I'll tell her earth six, one, six. All right. She is going to shout in your (laughs) inbox. Hey, if she's actually listening, I'd love to have you on. No, that'd be great. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. Uh, um, one yeah, of those like forty people school. who listens to us spew our crap on yeah. here. Who knows? Maybe she's one of All of, of them. our listeners, Iman, if you jump on the show, please. <laughs> she just pops up into the uh, into the thing here. We're like, what? She's like, I'm so into Marvel. I'm so I'm so into Marvel <laughs> that I'm listening to this thing. <laughs> It's like we're not even live. How did you know? Yeah, how'd you do that? <laughs> She's a superhuman. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I yeah. am. I got I got this role because I am actually a mutant. <laughs> that's great. Real life quali- qualifications. Come on. Yeah, that's why yeah. they retconned her into being a mutant again. They're like, well, yeah. we hired her. So <laughs> well, we well, look, she's got the XG. What are we going to do? Yeah, got to do it. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that wraps up the. X-Men mutant draft. Everyone, uh, if you're listening, send us your, your picks. Obviously you won't be drafting, but you can pick, um, you know, whatever six you think should start the MCU, how you would introduce them. You can send that to us. You can also tell us which one had the best team, please. Yes. We'll throw a, um, after a couple days, once, you know, people Uh have had a chance to listen, we'll throw out a thing up on the Twitter and see what we can. uh, And if you don't, hopefully I will perform better than the last time we did that. If you don't vote for me, I'm not going to read it aloud. Uh, I'm not going to read your email aloud. So, but I will, uh... if you vote for me, so it's all good. (laughs) I will, I will uh, find a way uh, to sneak it past him. If you vote for me, Um, I think Uh, I won the last time, didn't I? I think Uh, so. Yeah, for people that don't know, so those were branded as Elseworlds episodes. We did a movie draft and a super, uh, right? We did a super movie draft, yes. we did a superhero draft, and a super villain draft. Yes. And we got some good feedback on those. Um, people so sharing good thoughts. feedback. Yeah, <laughs> not great feedback. We take all feedback. So just yes. send us your uh, your list. All right. Uh, anything else? Uh, nope. Uh, just if any of y'all are listening, uh, or if you're watching, you'll, you can see my, uh, my social media handle on yeah. there, uh, on Twitter, uh, TikTok, and newly on Instagram, just hopped on there. Ooh. So, uh, yeah. So I, yeah, I forgot to tell you guys. Um, so yeah. And if you're yeah, listening, <laughs> if you're listening, it's at Jedi Genasi, Jedi G E N A S I. Uh, give me a follow, and I will follow you back. Nice. 
All right. So there you heard it. Uh, he will follow you back no matter what if you uh, give him a follow. No matter what. No questions asked. The bots race to his profile now. <laughs> there you go. I followed you. There you go. There you go. I eagerly hey. anticipate the follow back. <laughs> He's like, look at this phone. Uh, yeah. All right. So, <laughs> for my nerdy stuff, you can follow me at Multiversal Omni on the app formerly known as Twitter. And on TikTok, I am the footballman58. I started singing a little bit on there. Um, so that that's kind of fun. It's kind of scary. I don't know. It's fun. And then, um, you know, my normal uh, football stuff and regular just up and I don't feel like going back to sleep. Uh, Twitter, at footballman58. Uh, I write for Russell Street Report, so uh, check that out if you're into the Ravens. Uh, we're going to win the Super Bowl, so get used to it. Just jinxed it. And uh, I'm knocking on wood, but I feel I feel confident. Um, we'll look yeah, back where... on this exact moment as the point where it all went wrong. I, I, I as Aglahor drops the game-winning touchdown, dude, we're going to be like, dude, dude, <laughs> that was specific. On, that was specific. <laughs> yep, Jordan, you're in on this too. <laughs> I just not go to I'm keeping clean. I, my I'm desk. Clean. Yeah. No, uh, I feel very confident about the Baltimore Ravens, uh, but you followed all that on Football Man 58. All right, there you go. Uh, you can, of course, follow me at one of my 5 million podcasts. I'm doing um, a Clone Wars chronological rewatch with my friend Logan, his first watch. That's on Pod Awakens. Um, where we're doing that each Wednesday, an episode drops. And Ron was gracious enough to lend his voice as the intro, uh, doing his best Tom King. It Kane was amazing. <laughs> and uh, uh, over on Elseworlds with Chris, we just talked to Merry Little Batman. And as it gets closer to Aquaman, uh, we'll be discussing the, the film Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Can't wait. Over on there. Um, of course, I talk soccer. If anybody is a soccer fan over on Stateside Soccer Show with my friend Logan as well. And um, is that? Mo- oh, I talk Disney on Behind the Dreams. So you guys can check that out with my friend Jack, who's also been on here. Well, the next episode you're probably going to see is about what if, as uh, Jack and I will actually be talking about what if after all episodes air. Uh, we'll discuss the season as a whole because they're doing daily drops starting next week. So we will discuss that um, all in one go. And then we'll prepare for Echo, which is going to be coming out in January. You, you. Thank you all for watching and listening along. Have a great rest of your holidays, no matter which one you celebrate. And we will catch you next time.